Welcome back to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Hope your week is going well so far. We'll talk to a family that took a game night and woodworking and combined their passions into a booming business. Hellbenders, a salamander-type animal found in Missouri rivers, is prospering thanks to the work of the Department of Conservation and the St. Louis Zoo. The Missouri Department of Natural Resources wants your photos for this year's annual photo contest. And as you get outside, you'll be dealing with allergies. Elisa Nelson talks to Dr. Maya Moody, the president of the Missouri chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics. I want to start off by talking about how the the season change can make a difference for our mood and our overall health. Yeah, absolutely. We know that, you know, having the opportunity to get outdoors and more people are more comfortable getting outdoors in the warmer weather than they are in the cool, you know, cold gray days of winter. And so now that we're greeted with longer days and more sunshine after the time change and um, some warmer weathers and birds chirping and green grass, a lot of folks like to get outside and feel that warm sunshine after the winter of being indoors. So talk about um, what benefits it has, um, nature has, on the mood and overall health of, of individuals. Yeah, so we know that nature um, has benefits to both um your cognitive, so like your emotional or well-being and how you think and process and even how kids learn um, can have positive benefits. But we also know that it can decrease cortisol or that stress hormone that we feel and that folks have decreased anxiety, depression, um, increased focus and general mood after spending time in nature. So in green spaces or blue spaces, um, even a walk in a city park at your lunch hour can, can do the trick. Now, I, I have to say, I think sometimes being outdoors is like the best medicine, um, just just tagging on to what you're talking about. I mean, but here's my problem, and I wonder if some folks have the same. It's like the motivation sometimes towards the beginning of spring. Um, what suggestions do you have for people who might have, you know, some of their, they're still working, they're, they're trying to move out of the winter blues, and right. they're they're not motivated to get out and enjoy the fresh air and the sunshine. What what suggestions would you have for them? I would say, you know, start small. All good habits take time and take practice to develop. And so make um, a smart goal, something that is achievable. You, you know what it is. You can write it down. You know, something like I'm going to spend five minutes outside on Thursday, <laughs> you know, but it's something very specific. And then you just kind of expand and grow based off of those achievements and really success breeds success. So making sure that, you know, you're keeping track of that and, and make note of your mood and how you feel, you know, if you have time for, you know, just take a little moment of reflection um, and then, you know, use those smaller successes to, to keep going. So just like eating an elephant one bite at a time. Right, exactly. This is one step into a green space at a time. So I, I'm curious, is prescribing time, enjoying nature, is that like a thing in the medical community? It is starting to be, yeah. And, and there are more and more, um, you know, scientific 
research that's coming out that's showing the benefits of nature. Um, you know, so many of us were, um, you know, caught inside during COVID times and the, you know, only place to do or to go out in the open air was in nature. And so, um, and even, even before that, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics has a, a systemic re- review about, um, the benefits of nature and and how that can help um, not only kids, but their adult caretakers as well. And so making sure that um, folks are happy and healthy as a general pediatrician, that's my job. So, um, you know, I I prescribe nature or or make nature prescriptions in the office um, for everything from, you know, mood concerns, winter blues, um, even, you know, new, new moms that have little babies trying to get them just kind of up and moving if they're having some of those baby blues as well. Um, And then, of course, you know, for folks who may be overweight or obese or have, you know, we're seeing type 2 diabetes younger and younger these days. And so really trying to get folks to to be active and, and focus on that kind of a fresh mindset. Dr. Maya Moody, the president of the Missouri chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics, joins Show Me Today. I'm Elisa Nelson. You know, you talked about the pandemic. I'm curious what what mental health is looking like these days post pandemic. Yeah, we're we're seeing a lot more um, mental health conditions, especially in children and adolescents. You know, it was happening before the pandemic, and then it just kind of spiraled with with the pandemic. And we're we really truly are in a mental health crisis in our country for our children and adolescents. Um, so it's really important for families, caregivers, schools, faith based communities to really focus on those simple things of community and supporting each other, um, you know, spending time outdoors, healthy diet, nutrition, sleep, all of those things are really part of a happy and healthy lifestyle. And I think it's, it's time for us to refocus on, on those simple things. You know, speaking of um, an increase in mental health issues among children, I'm hearing um, just from a couple of folks who have children they'd like to, um, they've been looking for uh, psychologists to talk to. It seems to be hard to find one. Um, do is Are we lacking mental health providers, especially for children? Um, and is there anything else, any other suggestions that you have there um, if people are, have it have, running into problems trying to find a mental health provider. Yeah, absolutely. Again, there was a shortage before the pandemic, and now with the increased demand, it's even more critical. Um, and so, what I would suggest is reaching out to your primary care provider, either you know your pediatrician or uh, whoever you see for those well child checks. Their office. Um, schools often have some resources. Um, there's also the mental health 988 uh, number that went live. And it's not only for a suicide prevention line, but also for mental health services. So that's a, another good option. Um, and 
Perhaps one of the good things about the pandemic is that, you know, all of us kind of had to make that pivot to doing virtual based services. And so for some of our more rural areas, you know, I'm glad that we're focusing on broadband access because that's also um, now a, a healthcare access because we can um, provide some of those services like mental health counseling or family, you know, therapy um, via the Internet and, and over, um, you know, an online platform. Let's shift gears here. Let's talk about springtime allergies. Tis the season. What should people know about this spring allergy season in Missouri? Well, if you're a Missourian, you probably have allergies. And if you're a new to Missouri, you're certainly probably going to find out that Missouri is full of springtime allergies. Um, you know, we, we love to see those blooming trees and also the flowers and, and the wonderful parts of nature. But that can also come with some itchy eyes and some runny nose. Um, and so we don't want folks, you know, for that to be a reason that they can't go outside and enjoy nature. So talking with your, you know, primary care provider about a daily preventative allergy medication, Um, you know, knowing what you're allergic to so that you can check those specific pollen counts and maybe you don't go out on the day that, you know, a certain tree or flower that may be, you know, high that day, but you can make some adjustments before and after you get out in in nature. Let's talk about this uh, spring allergy season in particular. Is it... um expected to be milder or pretty typical or worse this year, Dr. Moody? You know, I think it's probably on par to be to be typical. It really kind of depends on on how the weather fluctuates and and when the freezes come in and if we're going to get any more late kind of late spring freeze. But again, you know, the the Allergy and Asthma Foundation of Missouri has a, some great resources for folks to keep an eye on those pollen counts and the trends. So if it's a particularly wet spring, does that seem to bother people more so without the people with allergies? Again, it depends on what you're allergic to. So if we have a very wet spring, sometimes the folks who are allergic to that mold or the mildew, um, they may have some more um, symptoms. You know, um, on days where there's high winds, you know, the pollen folks may have a little bit more trouble because that pollen is floating through the air um, and, and more kind of mobile. So it really kind of, it's it's a lot of the weather and your exposure, kind of what's around you and, and kind having that identified um, allergy. That's Dr. Maya Moody, the president of the Missouri chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.